does this start again? Hi. Hi. We're your <laughs> weather girls. Mm-hmm. And we've got news for you. You better listen. All you lonely girls, get ready and leave those umbrellas at home, honey. The temperature. (laughs) 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 Welcome back to Blasting Off. Let's blast off. We're back. What's up? <laughs> hey, how are you? The What's boys are on? back. That they are. Yeah. Dear listener, it's been a while. I don't want you to think it's because we don't love you. It's because genuinely school kicked our butt. <laughs> but we're back. We hope you haven't forgotten about us. Because we haven't forgotten about you. And to celebrate our joyful reunion, we're going to talk about something Sasha and I are, it's safe to say, very passionate (laughs) about, which is, of course, The Hobbit by Joaquin Rolkin. Rolkin. I wasn't going to make that joke, but I'm glad that you did. It just proves that we're in the right space. Uh, we will not be discussing the book. We will only be discussing the nine hours of film. <laughs> but we will be addressing it as one. Yes. As one unit. We will, it will not be a three-parter. Um, it'll probably be like the Harry Potter episode where we will come back to it because it is... There's just a it, wealth of shit to just kind of... It is rife get, with like, the goods. Get like dirty with and... <laughs> throw around, which is kind of what Peter Jackson did to my hopes and dreams for the movie, but... Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are we going to do today, Sasha? We're going to talk about two very important relationships Which are? in the movie. Platonically, those good, good twin brothers. Are they twins? Are they not twins? I thought one was older. I thought they were both seventy. This is great because there's no information about them whatsoever, <laughs> yeah. so we're already off to a rip-rowing start. Philly and Killy. And then following that, we will be jumping into the only canonical romance. Yes. Killy and Tario. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Here's a fun fact. Buckle in for a very short episode. <laughs> There's other stuff that we usually do after that, but we'll get there when we get there. Yes. Fun fact about Jur Tolkien. 
please address him by his full name. <laughs> Jolkeen, Rolkeen, Rolkeen, Tolkeen. Yes. Is apparently his friends used to call him Jert. <laughs> I wish he was alive in the 90s because that Oshkosh Magosh ad would have been <laughs> off the fucking chain. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jert and these are my dorks. <laughs> Oh, Jert. You come up with the most whimsical premises. <laughs> jert, is this another language you've made up? You astonish me. Classic Jert. <laughs> All right. Billy and Killy. Let's talk about them boys. All right. Brothers. <laughs> one's blonde, one's not. And you know what the internet has to say, say about, about that. that. Ooh. Mm. Woof. Um, <laughs> moving right along from that premise. Should we just start at the beginning? Like, the very beginning? Like, when Bilbo Baggins swings open his beautiful round door, <laughs> and you see them, the th- two of the three attractive people in the first movie, for, like, a given value of attractive, I don't mm. want to place value judgments yeah. on anyone, but they are very hot. They are so hot. And you go, hmm? Who are you? And then they do a unanimous bow together, which I can only assume they practice. They must have. I would like to see that behind-the-scenes footage of them being like, Feely, Keely! (laughs) I think that's how we should introduce ourselves to people. (laughs) Annie, Sasha! Did you practice that? We'd be like, absolutely. Absolutely we did. Also, have you seen our dance moves? (laughs) Um, as far as I can tell, if we're going off of movie canon and not book canon, even though, like, within the book there's not really that much, Keeley is the, like, goofier one. I think he's, like, the youngest member of the company Mm -hmm. in the movies. No, Ori is. Yes, he is. Um, and Feely is the heir to the throne after Thorin. You are correct, Because he is the sister son to Thorin, Oakenshield. Even though that is never addressed, but we'll Not get to one. that. Not except at the like with the very end once. I'm excited that we're doing Feely because he's low key my favorite character. I love because him. I have a lot of thoughts about him, and this is my platform. <laughs> <laughs> that it is. Yes. Um, they seem to have a nice relationship. They're very close. They are, which is nice. I wish that they were better friends with Ori, but Ori has his own brotherly relationship. He has his own deal. I. Hmm. I wish we could have gotten any mention of how they grew up or their mom or what it was like to be the, like, princes of a kingdom that they didn't never got to see and they're raised on the stories of their homeland, but t'was not meant to be, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I might be wrong about this, but I feel like they never address the fact that they are heirs to the throne until... The very last movie. Yes. No, until the like, second movie. Maybe they mention when it. Thor, where uh, Keeley gets hit by the arrow, and Keeley's oh, right. like, I'm going to stay with my brother, and Thorin's like, you have a duty to your people. I have a duty to my brother. <laughs> and then he leaves. You're but right. his brother's more in love with the elf than he is with, with... like the thought of being chill with his bro. Yeah, so, which is... You know what? Natural. Yeah. But just kind of sad, because Keeley yeah. does like get shunted to the side an awful lot. I don't know why they decided Keeley was the one. Anyway, 
Who knows? Advice. Advi- oh, God, what advice do I have? I mean, like, I get that you're in love, Keely, my dude, but, like, your bro is trying to take care of you. Yeah. They're both idiots. I mean, yes. Like, when, um, are they even in the third movie? I mean, they're there to die. They're there to die. They have the worst death scenes. They do. Phillies is... So, like, he literally runs into this structure, and then you don't see him on screen for, like, ten minutes, and then all of a sudden, like... He's one captured. Of, he's, somebody's holding him up and stabbing him repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's it. Closure. None. None. We don't get any <laughs> Not a of drop. that. We don't get any kind of, like, heroic death. We don't even get a heroic death. Because in the book, they die defending Thorin. Yeah. And in this one, they just sort of charge off. Yeah. They just run into the ruins, whatever the fuck that was. And then, next thing you know... Stab, 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 drop, drop, drop. <laughs> Dead. Dead. So maybe don't do that, boys. <laughs> yeah, so maybe don't. <laughs> I... Okay, advice. If you are a dwarf who has just recently reclaimed his, like, castle, mm-hmm. and you have access to an entire mountain full of armory, and we know dwarves are good at armory... Go fetch your go fetch yourself a nice mithril shirt, yeah. pants, undergarments, scarf, gloves, <laughs> helmet, balaclava, <laughs> tube I'm socks, everything. Double the fuck down on I mithril. Mean, you're right. They definitely there was like a <laughs> criminal lack of. There, none of them are wearing armor. None of the, they're all wearing. They're all wearing like leather. They're wearing a leather jerkin. <laughs> A jerkin, if you want. <laughs> oh, I think you know I would. <laughs> yeah, they all have, like, their very, like, rugged adventurer leather wear, but, like... Which is good. It's good. It's a good look. Don't get me wrong. Don't. Would that I could wear leather pants in a, like, lace top, v-neck, flowy blouse situation. Would that I could. Would that I could. That would be ideal. But you know what? That's, That's not how peak it goes. Look. That is peak. That is like the, the tippity tops. Yeah. See, now I'm just sad that I can't wear that every day. <laughs> With like adventure in boots. Adventure in boots. Maybe a cloak. You know I'd fuck with a cloak. I love a good cloak. <laughs> Every time I see a person wearing a cloak in, like, modern day, I have, like, the dual sensation of, my God, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen, and also, my God, you are the bravest person I've ever (laughs) seen in my life. I happened upon, whilst going to breakfast, I happened upon our school's Quidditch team. I'm so sorry, what? (laughs) Our school has a Quidditch team? I was not aware. They exist. Amazing. And they were all wearing clothes. Oh! <laughs> and I walked into the dining hall, <laughs> passing a, a I... crowd of becloaked people. And then I went, that can't be right. And I turned around and they were gone. And I was so convinced I had hallucinated them. Were they wearing cloaks in their house colors? They were all different colors. There was purple. There was green. There was black. There was yellow. There was everything. Are you telling me that I could buy myself a cloak and then when people ask, just tell them I was on the Quidditch team? Yes, you 100% can do that. Good to know. <laughs> that is a piece of information that I won't be saving for later. Wink. 
Um, that's a phenomenal. You do hallucinate them, though. Our school doesn't have a team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, we know where my head's at. Yes. What were we talking about? I think we were trying to give advice. Were we? Maybe. We're bad at that. I know. <laughs> um, hmm. Oh, yes. Cover yourself up real good. Also, get more weapons. They Looks each like had, like, one sword. Story. <laughs> yes. And then just rush into battle on your dumb fucking war goat. Imperius. <laughs> they saw the worms and they got too eager. Don't remind me about the worms. <laughs> one thing that has always confused me... In terms of the movie, at least, it's very unclear what the five armies are. <laughs> like, there's orcs. Yes. There's elves. Two. There's the dwarves that ride in on their pigs. Three. There's the dwarves from from the mountain. Four. There's the eagles. Five. <laughs> there's the worms. Six. <laughs> there's... Gerblins. Gerblins. Seven. There's, um, the refugees. Eight. <laughs> Why is that five? <laughs> In the book, it's humans, elves, dwarves, goblins, and orcs. I believe. Yeah. And, like, those are still overarching. In the movie? Yeah. Nobody's cooperating with anyone else. <laughs> Shall we take a quick... Just like a quick, can you can I can I take you to a corner? Yeah, by all means. Okay, welcome to my what the fuck corner. <laughs> Happy to be here. Okay, what the fuck was Alfred? <laughs> Why the fuck was he there? Because they wanted a new Grima worm tongue. He wasn't even the same. Also, why would you want a new Grima worm tongue? I don't know, but you can't tell me that he wasn't Grima worm tongue 2.0, but worse. Why was he so present in most of the movie? Oh no! The third movie was like Peter Jackson being like, you know who I've got a real big boner for? Alfred. Give me some of that unibrow. Give me some of that greasy boy. What the fuck were the worms? <laughs> I don't know. Why the fuck was nothing ever addressed? The third movie rolls around and I was sitting in there after the desolation of Smaug. Like, ah, uh, fuck yeah, we're gonna get gold sickness. Looking forward to that. We're going to see Feely and Keely struggling with their uncle's gold sickness and also the massive weight of possibly leading a kingdom. Excited for that. We're going to see Bard stepping up to become a leader of his people. We're going to see so many things. Oh, you got none of them. I got none of them. You yeah. know what I did get? A dragon drenched in liquid gold. Oh my god, yeah, I did get that, didn't I? <laughs> I forgot, that's like the first hour of the movie, yes. is them trying it's like the first 20 to minutes. hurt a dragon with fire. You're right. Why the fuck do they try to melt the dragon with gold? Why the fuck do they have all that gold sitting around, ready to be melted into a giant golden statue of Thor? Also, if he had... Thor, I shouldn't say it like that. If he had gold sickness, why was he willing to use all that gold on the dragon? I don't think he has gold sickness, like, in full until he's looking around. And he has that, like, trippy dream sequence oh, yeah, that... where all the gold <laughs> wretches around him. And then Bilbo's betrayal was, like, nothing. Not a thing. Not a thing. That was the thing, is, like, the first two movies set up so many emotional points 
where it was like, okay, like when the final, like when the drop comes, the bass is going to be sickening. Yeah. It was not. It was like listening to when you're at the club and the, the, like, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening, and then it switches to a completely different song. That's the worst. It's the worst. And that's what this movie felt like to I me. Mean, that's kind of what this movie was. All right, let's get out of the what the fuck corner. Yeah, let's jump back into... Advice. Hmm. <laughs> that seems generous. <laughs> if you're going into a battle against nine different armies, ten if you count a hobbit... <laughs> Put some goddamn some armor on! <laughs> I'm so angry about the hobbit. I know. Peter Jackson did us dirty. Cover up. Put some goddamn armor on. <laughs> um, also, like, if you have the materials to go about a crazy convoluted plan to soak a dragon in gold, you could probably come up with something to fight one of these nine armies. Like, there's gotta be more. Like, you're in a whole underground city, and you come out with just, like, one piece of chest plate and a spear. I find it hard to believe that in Erebor there wouldn't be an underground tunnel escape system. Was it blocked off by rocks? Is that why they couldn't get to it? Wouldn't it be easier to just move some rocks and escape out of the side of the mountain as opposed to being like, we're going to fight 8,000 armies? Also, they didn't have any food stores. And if they did, they were there for many, many a moon. How much food did they bring with them? Well, they kind of lost stuff along the way. They did get it. By the time they reached Lake Town. Yeah, wait, why didn't they have any food from Lake Town? I mean, but, like, did they, is the question? Yeah, because they were sent off with, like, a bunch of fanfare and stuff like that. Because Thorin Oakenshield has that scene where he's in the snow looking beautiful, talking about how he's, you know, the son of Thrain, son of Thror, king under the mountain, and everyone's, like, really into it. And then he leaves his dying nephew... He's like, peace out. He's like, bye. (laughs) You can stay. You'll be fine. (laughs) The scene where Keely's handed a bunch of swords, and then somebody goes, (laughs) (laughs) and drops all of them, and Thorne's like, I'm so disappointed in you. (laughs) He's so funny. He's like, dying, and Thorne's like, how the fuck dare you? (laughs) Get your shit together. (laughs) How could you do this to (laughs) me? To me? Do you know who I am? Do you know who the fuck you think I am? Uh, Meanwhile, Keely's like just green. Green, like literally green. Man, de- dwarf deteriorates rapidly. <laughs> just in time for Tariel to get there, which I think we should transition over. Yeah, hell yeah, let's jump right I over. I think Keely and Keely, keep on doing you. Keely, support your brother. Look after him. Love it. Yes, wear some armor, babes. <laughs> Don't go into the death ruins. Don't go it alone. Alone. Fools. <sighs> Idiots. It's four dwarves. Against nine eight, armies. Like 8,000 orcs. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we can do this. Yeah, we got it. You guys aren't Legolas with his weird, stupid flight abilities. 
Why does Legolas have blue eyes in The Hobbit and brown in The Lord of the Rings? Why did they do that? Apparently there is one scene in the entirety of Lord of the Rings where he has blue eyes because he was supposed to wear contacts the whole movie, but they kept forgetting to put them in. <laughs> and so their move wasn't like, did, well, we forgot to- Return of the King win, win an Oscar for best costume? And instead of being like, wow, he spent that whole movie brown-eyed except for one scene, maybe we should keep him brown-eyed in this one. They were like, no, no, no. Give him the blue eyes. No one will tell. No one will be able to tell. I hate it. (laughs) I hate it so much. And they don't look good. Mm -mm. He looks like a dead person. Mm -hmm. Like a dead person's eyes. Mm -hmm. But I won't, I won't lie. When he showed up and then he looked at Gimli's portrait in in Gloin's <laughs> locket and went, what is this ugly thing? I was like, I know who that is. <laughs> That's gonna be your best friend. That's gonna be your pal. <laughs> Do you think he registered that? Like, when he met Gimli, he was like, oh, I saw a picture of you in your father's locket and I thought you were a gerblin. <laughs> <laughs> I will be honest. I think... If I were to guess as to what Legolas thinks about, no. <laughs> I feel like Fair. on a day-to-day basis, he's just kind of like, hmm. Hmm. Well. <laughs> well, this is what we're doing now. <laughs> when his dad's like, go find Strider. He's like, okay. Is <laughs> <laughs> anything better today? Is it a mental image of uh, Legolas just like prancing into Brie, being like, Strider? <laughs> is there that... a Strider here? <laughs> I'm looking for a man called Strider, first or last name, <laughs> unclear. Maybe it's both. Maybe Strider, both. Strider? Str- maybe his first name is Stry, and his, his last, last name, name is Durr. Durr. <laughs> Can anyone help me? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> I know, this is an ordeal already. <laughs> Killy and Tariel. I'm mad that the majority of Killy's personality is his relationship with Tariel. Yes, of course. But also, I cry like a goddamn baby every <laughs> time he dies and she kisses his dead lips. <laughs> oh no! Weird way to put it, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's what she's. It was. It is doing. what she does. I don't like the last movie. <laughs> They did me real dirty. Here's the thing. I love it all, but I don't like the last movie, but I will cry every time. (laughs) Every time. Do you cry when Thorin dies? Yes, I do. And Bilbo's like, the eagles are here. (laughs) Thorin. I also cry at the very end when Bilbo goes back to Hobbiton Hobbiton, and they're like, Thorin Oakenshield, who's that? And Bilbo slow turns around to the camera and he goes, he's my friend. And I'm just like, eh. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I'm not actually mad about the relationship. I think it's actually pretty cute. Yeah. I think my main issue comes from the fact that people are like, Toriel was shoehorned in there for like female gratification, which like to a certain extent she was. I think in part because... When I first heard they were doing the Hobbit movie, I got super excited 
because canonically within the like world of the dwarves, you can't tell if a dwarf is male or, or female. female. Yeah. And it was an opportunity for people to do really cool things with casting and cast females as some of the dwarves, especially because like within the books, I don't think they're really given genders. Mm-hmm. So it's always like it was infuriating to have people be like, well, this is the only reason, you know, like, why she's there, and be like, yes, I realize this, but, like, you have so many opportunities to not shoehorn in female characters that could have been, like, just as epic. But I love Tariel, like... Me too. She's a badass. I'm glad that she's in there. I'm glad that we have one female character. Because otherwise there would be literally none. Galadriel shows up for, like, That's two minutes. That's true. Looks bomb as hell. She looks great. Yeah. That dress, ooh, Vera Wang, yes. <laughs> Middle Earth Vera Wang. <laughs> um, there's there's uh, Bard's daughters. I liked them. Me too. Anyway, as I was, oh, what I was gonna say is, yeah, Tariel, like, keep doing you. I would also want a Mac on Keely. I mean, I think he's cute as hell. I'm so cute. You know, there's one, a hot dwarf. <laughs> Hot dwarf. Hot dwarf here. We got three. And they're all the main characters. characters. Because all the other dwarves are interchangeable. They are. Except for the one in the hat. And the one with the axe in his head. Yes. But he doesn't really talk. No, he can't talk because of the axe in his head. (laughs) I can name all the dwarves, though. And I do know all of them individually because I'm a huge nerd. I could name them as well, but I couldn't, like, assign oh. which was which, I don't think. Um, my advice to Tariel is, if you're thinking about dating someone with a huge age, <laughs> can you blink when you do that? <laughs> no. So you look a little less gollumy. <laughs> Fun fact about me. Yes. When I was in maybe the fourth grade. Oh, no. <laughs> There was an 8th grade guy who asked me if he could call me Smeagol. And I didn't know what that was yet. And I went, okay. That is so mean. I know. And like two years later, after he graduated, I was like, hey! I was like, hey! How dare you! Like, I was watching Lord of the Rings, and then all of a sudden they were like, his name was Smeagol. And I was like, his name was what?! Because I had a very small head and very, (laughs) very large eyes. eyes. (laughs) Well, back to Kiliotariel. Alright, Smeagol, let's get into it. (laughs) So, Tariel, Mm -hmm. given that you are about to embark upon an interspecies relationship, cross species? Cross species? Yes. On your first date, when your love is resting his head in a bowl of walnuts. And you have just cured his, you have just cured his malaise with some, some flowers, dirt bits. <laughs> Maybe just ask about his family, oh. you know, get to know him, be like, what's up with the fact that your uncle's kind of off doing this? Oh shit, there's a dragon, knew about that. Guess what I am, a really good archer, know what could probably help? 
Me. Me. I'm sorry, Legos. What was that? We have to go somewhere else now. Goodbye, my love. <laughs> maybe don't. Yeah, maybe don't. Maybe don't. Maybe don't follow Legolas. To be fair, Legolas did need help. One has needed help. Fair. That man is a bisexual disaster. That's what I mean when I say I don't think he thinks much. I think he just kind of shows up places and is like, a fight? No. I'll rebuke later. <laughs> Strider? Strider? Gimli? <laughs> oh, Gimli, my friend. <laughs> Gimli, you don't look like a goblin at all. Yeah, maybe don't leave your seriously injured and traumatized new love to travel across a massive mountainside and then into a mountain where his uncle has killed a dragon. And gone utterly banana pants. A little bit. Also, how... how how long does this take place over? Your guess is as good as mine. I'm assuming at least a year. Like from beginning of quest to end? That's gotta be several years. No. Right? It's like a couple months. What? Yeah, because they're on a time schedule because they have to get there before Durin's day. That is true. But how... <laughs> they do so much. <laughs> Let's give it a year. Let's say it's a year. A year between the dragon dying and the armies rolling up? No. A year between... The beginning of the quest and the end of the quest. Okay. They met once in a dungeon. Mm-hmm. Flirted a little bit. A little bit. Talked about the stars. He gave Elves her a rock. love stars. Ro- dwarves love rocks. Dwarves love rocks. Was he... Philly in the adjoining cell listening to his brother be like, <laughs> my mom gave me this lucky rock. Like, and Philly's like... That was my mom, too. I want the lucky rock. <laughs> Why don't I get a lucky rock? I'm going to die in a really bad, bad way, aren't I? <laughs> That's why they both died. They didn't have their fucking lucky rocks, Tariel. Tariel. Tariel, you took his lucky rock. I do love that we talk about the stars, though. I know. I do like within the concept of, like, the universe of Middle-earth, but also within our universe, that there are things that are universally beautiful, and I think the stars mm. are one of them. Wait, okay, hold on. I'm having a thought. Yes. It must have only been, like, two or three days between yeah, no, it's a him escaping time span. and her healing him. Yes. Because it couldn't have been more than a week, or he would have died. Yes. So he gets hit with a, they talk, they meet, they flirt, yes. he gets hit with a poison arrow, yes. two days later she shows up and heals him and he like sees her and he's like, you're an angel, I'm in love with you. She walks in the starlight and she is so far above me. Keely, my man, Keely. you write poetry. <laughs> that is a good boy right there. It's a good boy, it's a good moment, it's a good romantic moment. You got me, Peter Jackson, you got me on that one. Yeah. But also, Peter Jackson, slow it down. They've met twice. That's like a Disney trope. Like, they've met twice and now they're in love. Drawing Gabriella. We're gonna sing a song. And Do then they? We'll move mountains together! <laughs> I wish that he had lived... I do too. I wish that, like, one of them had lived so that we could have seen something cool happen at the end. But Who was next in line after the three of do them? Do they ever explain what the Arkenstone is? Or, like, what it's supposed to be? I don't think so. 
Is it because Smog's like, I wish you would give it to him so I could see his mind rot. Unexplained. Unexplained, also. Keely, Tariel, talk, communicate. Tariel, don't abandon your injured boyfriend to go with the man that you know is in love with you. Yeah, weird choice. On the other hand, follow your guns, girl. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Do you. You're a strong, independent woman. Don't take his lucky rock. Yeah, you leave, but leave the rock. I think, can you imagine the sex? <laughs> Just then you're like, huh? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am now. <laughs> I'm imagining it now. You would have to be a good communicator. Like, of necessity, that relationship would require. Just, like, the cultural differences. Yeah. You can... Now I'm just thinking about Taria, like, running around killing spiders. Just, like, in general? Just in general thinking about it. Why? Hot. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) Cool. So, more advice? Yeah. Alright, should we take a featuring break? Let's take a featuring break. I feel like I've been very angry throughout this entire episode. Fair. You know what? They did us dirty. Yeah. I do genuinely like the movies, though. Me too. I watched... Like, I hadn't watched them. I don't know why. I was just, like, out of the loop. Um, And I visited a friend of mine, and she was like, we should go see the new Hobbit movie. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen the first two. And she was like, What? So we sat down on her couch, and we watched the first two, and she was like, alright, like, I have a screener copy of the third one. Let's just watch this right now. And we did. And it was, like, world-changing, life-shattering. And we were like, okay, you know what, we gotta do it again. Maybe if we watch it in theaters, (laughs) they won't do us so dirty. (laughs) You thought in between the starter copy... (laughs) In the movie theater, Peter Jackson was going to wake up out of his sleep with, like, a dead jolt, being like, <gasps> No. What have I done? <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Alfred, <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> I put in worms. <laughs> Somebody get rid of the worms. Why is there a war pig? No, wait. Keep the war pig. That's awesome. That stays. <laughs> Can we get Thranduil a bigger deer? <laughs> I'm talking eight points. <laughs> Longer hair, bigger deer. Where does he go when he goes to... Does he go to save Gandalf? Is that what he's doing? Remember when he, like, leaves and he's fighting the dudes? Unclear. I don't remember. I love Thranduil. I do, too. Honestly, Lee Pace, fuck it up. Yeah. That is such a look, too. You know what? As much as, like, leather pants and, like, a... String shirt is like peak. Yeah. Fucking Thranduil's look. Oh, very good. I'm talking floor length cape robe. I'm talking dramatic crown. Yes, obviously. I'm talking throne. Throne that he just lounges upon. Yes. I'm talking deer to ride. Giant ass Irish elk. Yes. That is a look. 
I would rock it. What animal would you ride in the Middle Earth Kingdom? That's a good question. I know they're bad. But, like, I can fuck with a warg. I can see that. I can see that. What about you? I would have... You know Radagast's rabbit sled? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I would have that, but otters... So I could go very fast on both land and, and water. sea. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I see it. Just water skiing with my my 20 otters, all of whom I know. I've named them all. I'm a terrible house guest. I roll up with <laughs> me and 20 otters. Like, do you have some place I can park my otters? <laughs> no, they're coming with me. <laughs> like little bedazzled like little bejeweled collars for all of them of course and they have 10 10 otters <laughs> in each walking into the tavern and in, in brie like hello <laughs> my 20 authors and i <laughs> would like a plate of your finest smelt fish <laughs> and like the server comes up and is like miss <laughs> You have 20 otters. <laughs> yes. Can I please ask you to take this outside? No. Get me my goddamn fish. <laughs> and I like stab a dirk <laughs> <and> on <laughs> the table in front of her. Hell yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, my warg is like outside eating everybody's shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why have they left their shoes outside? In this tavern, you take <laughs> your, your shoes, shoes off. off. <laughs> you leave them in the mudroom. Okay, let's talk about worst, <laughs> worst jobs you could have in Middle Earth. Tavern owners gotta be up. Gotta be bad. Also, the person who cleans the shit off the streets. Because I'm assuming they employ the chamber pot dump into the street system. You know they do in Lake Town. Oh, definitely. They are filthy. They just poop into the water. They just poop right... I mean, we know that because all the dwarves climb up the toilet. And it's a good, funny chuckle moment. (laughs) How did we get here? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Middle Earth, where does everyone poop? (laughs) That was a joke. We don't have to answer this. I think hobbits must have tiny little rabbit poops. (laughs) (laughs) They bury them. (laughs) I don't mean bury him. I think it's just like, it's like a rabbit. Like, it just happens when they're all like, oh. <laughs> oh, man. Elves, they don't poop. No. <laughs> they don't eat either. They just... Maybe, maybe they do poop, but like, it's like every hundred years or so, <laughs> and then it takes them like a full month. <laughs> just one really big poop just... every hundred years. <laughs> I take like a little sabbatical for it. It's like, it's like, oh, are you going to be traveling with us next month? Oh, I can't. I can't. My poop is coming up. <laughs> My poop is coming up. <laughs> I have a poop scheduled. It's like on the calendar. <laughs> like circled. It's on the community business. <laughs> and uh, I see here that Lindir's got his poop coming up, so. Uh, we're going to need to hire a temporary replacement. Yes. <laughs> Lindir. Say poops. 
I don't know why the poop would be dangerous. <laughs> it's been building up for a hundred years. You never know. <laughs> I had a risky Mexican meal 80 years ago. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Poop jokes, huh? <laughs> man, Peter Jackson must have been on to something. <laughs> Should we get back to it? Yeah, let's get back into it. Musical break. <laughs> yep. Far. <laughs> <laughs> That's a power move. Walk into someone's house, start singing with all of your ten friends. <laughs> Well, first of all, I think the power move is having all of your ten friends arrive before you. And then show up. And then you show up at a specifically late time so you can turn around when the door is opened. Because his back is... And he goes, hmm, Gandalf. <laughs> he that is that power he knocked and then turned around. He did. I can only assume that he'd knocked on at least eight other doors and was preemptively leaving. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't hear all the dwarves screaming inside. They weren't quiet. I would have liked to have seen what Bilbo's neighbors thought of the whole situation. Me too. Wild. Also, what timing that the day they decided he's dead, let's sell his stuff, was the day he came back. Quinky uh, dink. Middle of magic. Middle of magic. Alright, let's do that thing that we're supposed to do. Let's talk about ship. <laughs> so, for this week's ship, we're going to be talking about... The big one. One, Mr. His Majesty, yes. Thorin Oakenshield. Yes. And Bilbo Baggins. Mm-hmm. Bravest little hobbit of them all. The thiefiest boy. Well, we'll sneak. <laughs> yes. Where would you like to begin? Uh, let's, let's, what are your thoughts right off the bat? I think it's believable. I agree. I, I can see it. I think that their relationship is, like, interesting and dynamic and develops fairly naturally. Except in the third movie, when Thorne's like, you're the only person I can trust. And I'm like... Um, I think the moment for me, like, I was not sold. And then the moment for me when I was like, I could see it. The hug. I was gonna say, the first inkling I got was when, um, they all escape from the Gerblin Caves. Ah, yes. And Thor, I mean, Bilbo's not there. And then they're like, where's the Hobbit? And then Thorin's like, Bilbo? Where's Bilbo? (laughs) And then Bilbo just appears. <laughs> That's more Bofors' role, though. Because, like, anytime Bro- like, Bofors traveling and he was like, Bilbo! <laughs> Bilbo! <laughs> but that was the moment when I was like, oh, Thorne does care about Bilbo. And that's what we're supposed to, like, as an audience, be like, he's so serious. He doesn't want, like, any more people to die underneath his charge, but he has to go to the mountain to fulfill his destiny. He was chill about leaving Killy behind, though. 
That's D. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if there was, like, a moment where I was like, okay, I think that's, like, a really interesting dynamic. I think there were a couple of moments where I was like, I wish that they had explored that a little bit more. Like, part of what I really liked in the second movie is when Bilbo comes up with the barrel sequence, mm-hmm. and Thorne's like, like, I trust him, get into the barrels. Like, I would have liked to have seen that develop more, like, the development of Thorin and Bilbo actually, like, creating a working relationship. Yeah. Everybody loves this ship. Everybody loves this ship. Tumblr loves it. Yeah. The blue site, the red site, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Can't get away from it. Here's, like, a fun little, like, thought that I just had. Maybe amongst, like, the dwarves, Mm -hmm. they have, like, a drinking game set up or, like, a point system where it's like anytime Thorin says something needlessly dramatic and looks out into the distance, anytime Bilbo does a little nose twitch, anytime they like stare at each other for an uncomfortably long time without saying anything. What else? Give me more. Anytime the one with the hat that goes like this. Bofer. Bofer. Anytime Bofer's confused. I would love to see Middle-Earth TV, because I just had an image of Ori, who's the youngest dwarf, mm-hmm. who's always wearing, like, sweaters. And he has the, like, one braid. He's got, like, the bowl cut. Yeah. It's the worst look <laughs> in the world. It's bad. Which is saying a lot. Um, just being like, hi, welcome back to my TV channel. Yarn! <laughs> Yarn! Yarn! <laughs> And his co-host is the one that can't speak. Who's just there. Just, like, eats a leaf. <laughs> He's just holding the yarn. He's just holding the yarn. That's very cute. That's a very good cute. image. Well, okay. Um, I have no advice for this ship. I have no advice for this ship. Like, like, Thorne, maybe cool it. <laughs> yeah, the advice seems, like, fairly obvious. Yeah. Like, Thorin, just, like, be cool. Yeah. Chill out. Chill out. Oh, my God. Bilbo, share some of your leaf with Thorin. Give him some of your pipe. Fair. You know what? Hell yeah. Bilbo was high as hell that entire movie. The whole time. Whole time. Because if he wasn't, that man is so anxious, he would not survive. Oh, my God. That is a nervous fellow. He's (laughs) highly relatable. (laughs) Oh, 100%. Do you think the second he, like, lost his pipe, the dwarves were like, oh, Jesus Christ, because he looked over in the corner, and he was just like, when I went out, when I went out, like, dwarves. vibrating. So many dwarves. So many dwarves. <laughs> I can tell the name of the dwarves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Little rabbit poops. <laughs> I needed to help me sleep, Thorin! <laughs> Master Baggins. <laughs> Bill was just like furiously like making a pipe out of like an apple core. <laughs> like trying to carve a stick into a pipe with a rock. <laughs> yes. He's like, I gotta get that grass. <laughs> he rolls up to Bayorn's house and is like, for the love of God, hook me up, brother. <laughs> You got any weed? (laughs) You got any of that hobbit leaf? 
Theoretically, I think Thorne Oakenshield is completely abstinent from everything. I don't think he's ever drank and or smoked and or had sex, and I think Bilbo Baggins has done all of that. <laughs> yes, I like, agree. The whole thing about hobbits is that they're super into like being comfortable and pleasure and having just like a chill fucking time, and Thorne has never been chill once in, in his, his life, life ever. ever. Even when, like, he was a young, a young dwarfist lad, and, like, standing on the, the parapets of Erebor, looking out over his bustling city, thinking about how lucky he is to be a dwarf prince and how nothing bad is ever gonna happen, there is still no He was chill. also just, like, his hands were in fists and his shoulders were, like, touching his ears the whole time. The dwarven chiropractors have a fucking field day <laughs> with him. Like, somebody's like... I have an appointment for you with Thorin Oakenshield. Oh, clear my schedule. Uh, clear the day. Bring in, bring in the crew. <laughs> like eight other dwarves come charging out. <laughs> Didn't help. <laughs> I think Thorin Oakenshield's internal monologue must be: everything is so intense all at once. I must, I must look after my people. 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 The entire world, everything depends, depends on so. Me much. <laughs> I'm the most important person ever. <laughs> if one more goddamn elf looks at me, I will lose my shit. I will <laughs> explode. <laughs> if he clenches any harder, he's just gonna burst. Keely, if you drop this pile of swords, I swear to God, Keely. Meanwhile, Bilbo rocked up to Lake Town and was like, what's up? You guys got me that herb. (laughs) And Bard's like, oh, hell yeah, I got you. Hold on. (laughs) Now Bard's daughter. Yeah, Bard's older daughter's like, you're looking for that grass. (laughs) (laughs) You're looking for that good good. She's like, let me hook you up with that Lake Town shit. (laughs) And it's janky as hell. It's bad. It's like seaweed. It's when, like, you go to, like... I was going to say Nebraska. It's when you go to a small suburban town where the marijuana laws are super strict and you're getting it off of a white friend Mm -hmm. who paid 50 bucks for it. (laughs) It's like mostly dirt. It's like mostly like Lipton tea leaves. (laughs) It's just oregano. Everyone else spoke and he has like, I feel so like connected with the universe and you're just like furiously puffing like, trying to figure out if something what's happening, happening? <laughs> i feel nothing yes i think thorne needs to just like take a magic mushroom or something yeah just go hang out with radagast <laughs> oh shit that's... oh shit oh god i did it again <laughs> no okay well we're jumping into that segment right now because right. we were just floating in limbo <laughs> who do you want to see interact I'm right there with you. That is brilliant. Radagast needs to get Thorin fucking blazed. Thorin gets really lost on the way to Hobbiton. <laughs> he winds up at this abandoned oak house and knocks on the door. And Radagast is like, what's up, my brother? And, like, 18 rabbits run out the door. And Thorin's like, yes. Where am I? <laughs> my life is... I have nothing soft or cute or fluffy, and you have 20 rabbits. 
And then there's a cutscene, and then Thorin's tripping balls covered in rabbits. <laughs> and he's like, you know that video from BuzzFeed where he's like, I can't protect them! <laughs> he rolls up to Hobbiton, his hair is like eight thousand degrees around his face and he also has like you know he's like a massive fur coat uh-huh. there's a bunny in there yeah, hell yeah there is and he pretends to not know this is rip throat <laughs> he will grow to be a fierce warrior <laughs> can i not have one good thing in my life darling? i deserve this i am your king <laughs> And this is my rabbit! <laughs> the company number's only 14, no, 15. There's 13 doors. The company yeah. number's only 16. 16, Thor, and where's the last number? Rip this. throat! <laughs> it's a rip throat. <laughs> or it would be really funny if it was like a really dumb, cute name, but he had like a. like a name like Oakenshield. <laughs> Like, he calls it acorn. Like fluffers. The unkillable. <laughs> this is my rabbit, Jessica, daughter of Oakenshield. <laughs> this is Jessica Oakenshield. I would kill for her. If anything ever happened to her, I would kill all of my fellow dwarves and then myself. <laughs> Jessica Oakenshield rides into battle. They don't have enough time to find armor for Gillian Fielding. <laughs> they give her a tiny helmet. Oakenshield has personally smithed a tiny <laughs> rabbit headdress. You know what? If Jessica Oakenshield was uh, a part of this, he wouldn't be like, Bilbo, you're the only one I can trust. It would be him holding up Jessica, going, Jessica, you're the only one I can trust. Find me the Arkenstone. <laughs> and he puts it down on the ground. And he just kind of like wriggles her nose a little bit. And he goes, you remind me of someone. I was like, ah. <laughs> and then he picks up and he goes, you're so cute. <laughs> you're the only good in this world. Jessica, my entire life has been pain. He's <laughs> <laughs> just crying, <laughs> holding his <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> That's why he has to look dramatically off into the distance so often. Because he's only just like looking out into the stars being like, I love my rabbit so, so much. Don't cry. Don't cry about Jessica. You already did it twice today. <laughs> and then when Radagast shows up to save them, he's like, bro, you doing good? And Thor and Shield is like, do you have another rabbit? <laughs> do you have a friend for Jessica? <laughs> Jessica and I are doing well, thank you. <laughs> He's already tripping. <laughs> Rag has just like handed him a mushroom when he rolled up. And he's just like, hum, hum, hum. <laughs> Throughout the entire like greeting process with uh, Elrond, Thorne's just <laughs> like. It's like that scene when he has the gold sickness, but he's just like sitting there, like looking at Elrond. <laughs> Trying really hard to not look <laughs> like he's a real fuck. Yeah. And the world's spinning around him and when he's just like, sort of like. When you're with your friend who is like really tripping and you're just like, pull, pull it together. Thorn Oak and Shield is doing that to himself. 
What? Who else? Who else would you like to see? Well, now I'm very, very committed to Thorn and Jessica. I just want him to have something, like, soft and cute and nice in his life that is not Bilbo. Yeah. Agreed. Jessica. Jessica. Hey, Peter Jackson, you want to remake the last movie and take out all the bad and the, like, replace Warga it with Jessica? The, like, show up and Thorn Oak and Shield is like, ah! <laughs> he sees Thranduil's deer and he goes, I hate that guy, but... God damn if he doesn't have a cool ride. <laughs> God, that's a sick set of wheels. <laughs> what a sweet fucking whip. <laughs> I would pay good money to see Vorno can shield trying to ride Thranduel's giant fucking deer. You know what I'm imagining? He's just now? like <laughs> He's like he's he's holding, holding on to, to the to the like antlers. <laughs> Charge, <laughs> Jessica, we ride for glory. Now I'm imagining like the battle starts and he's just sort of like, I'm going to take this magic mushroom and my rabbit <laughs> into the other room. I will see you guys when the battle is over. And he just like sits in there and he like trips the fuck out and then hallucinates himself like riding into battle on a giant Jessica. Oh my god. And just fucking shit up. <laughs> that is a movie I would pay good money to see. Good money to see that. Thorin Oakenshield and Jessica Oakenshield. Yeah. And also Thorin is out of his goddamn gourd for most he of it. He is not sober. The second he, he shows up, he's turned around because he's, he's like, guess this castle isn't the house I'm supposed to be at. <laughs> he's like, Gandalf? G- Gandalf. No. <laughs> Jessica? <laughs> We've gone so deep. We got too deep. <laughs> I think we need to I think we need to back out. <laughs> this is the longest episode we've ever recorded. <laughs> We and are at least ten minutes of that is us talking about Jessica Oak and Shield, and you know what? That part's all staying in. It's all staying in. Of course, yes. Any any other people you'd like to see together? No. We yeah, peaked. It's too much. <laughs> like crying a little bit. <laughs> Jessica, Jessica. Let Thorne have one good thing. God damn. All right. Should we lightning round it? Let's lightning round it, my dude. Billy? I hope there aren't storm giants. <laughs> Billy and Killy. Yes. Killy and Tariel. Yeah. All right. Thorn and Bilbo. I mean, yeah, I can see, like, I can see it. Thorn and Radagast. Yes. Thorn and Jessica. You know that's what I want. <laughs> well, beautiful. Look at that. That was an episode full of yeses. Wow. Go us. That's the first time that's ever happened. That is the first time that's ever happened. And you know what? I think it's mostly thanks to Jessica. Yeah. She really carried us through. Should we blast off? Yeah. To, on our team of... (laughs) On our uh, otter sled? On our otter squad sled? Hell yeah. On our sweet Middle Earth whip? (laughs) We ride! We ride! (laughs) 
you so much for listening to Blasting Offcast. We hope you've enjoyed this tomfoolery <laughs> of an episode. Um, you can find us on all the socials at Blasting Offcast. Every week we choose a piece of media to talk about, and that is any kind of media. We're talking books, music videos, podcasts, movies, whatever. Please send us suggestions that you would like to hear us talk about at blastingoffcast at gmail.com. Please find us on Facebook at Blasting Offcast. On Instagram at Blasting Offcast. On Tumblr at Blasting Offcast. Twitter. Other ones. Yeah, all of them. All of that jazz. Yeah, and please uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review. Yeah, we'd love that. We're happy. That'd be Um, great. Jessica would be a big fan. Yeah. It'd make us almost as happy as Thorne. As Thorne and Jessica. Let's blast off. Into. Into. Just right into the eye of Sauron. <laughs> Just right into it. <laughs> I want it as my whole life! <laughs> pew, pew. What if the eye of Sauron or contact lenses? And at night, a bunch of orcs had to take, take it out. the giant contact out and then slip one, one single, single glass. glass. <laughs> That's too stupid. I like it though. Bye. Bye. <laughs>